Doug and Marty vs. the World is sponsored and paid for by Marty McClendon, Doug Bassler, and EasyTVSpots.com. Round one, go. All right, all right, all right. Middle of May. Who would have thought that we would be nearly halfway through the year, brother? This is Doug Bassler. Uh, and this is Marty McClendon. Welcome to the show of Doug and Marty versus the world. And it's funny because we've been together for a long time. We've been best friends for since 2014, doing radio and whatever. And my opening thought was that we're over a third of the year gone, you know, being, you know, the first quarter's gone, four months, April plus a couple of weeks. You came out with a half, but we're on the same wavelength. That shouldn't surprise anybody, Time especially me. <laughs> is not on your side. Yeah. Time is against you. And, you know, the thing, this is the thing. We think we have more time than we have. And so we delay doing the important things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so just that's that's I I think that's the 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 message that you and I are saying right now. It's like it's May 14th, man. And it's like, you know, in two weeks, we're going to have the the annual like kick off the summer weekend. Right. Memorial Day weekend. It's going to be great. That's right. I've got a I've got two grandbabies having a birthday party on the Saturday. So my my Memorial Day weekend's messed up because, you know, I want to go camping, brother. Anyway, I might go camping right afterwards or something. But, there we go. But yeah. any rate, uh, it's like, wow. I mean, it just seems like yesterday it was January. And now mm-hmm. here we are in May. And, and uh, you know, and this this week coming up here in Washington State, filing week. This is our your chance to run for office. You can get, put, you know, put your name in the hat for state legislature uh, for, you know, there's a lot of different races, federal races. And uh, so there's a lot going on and uh, don't wait. And I've been so uh, just reminded recently of the parable of the talents, right? The one guy Mm -hmm. gets 10, the other guy gets five and the one guy gets one and the Mm -hmm. guy that gets 10 and the guy that get five men, they get busy and they double it and they're, they're using it. They're getting out there and they're getting stuff done. But the guy that got one, what is he? He's an excuse maker, right? Mm-hmm. I got Blame an excuse. Yep. I got, well, I know you're a hard man and all this. And, the, and he's like, well, if that's what you think, here's, I'll judge you by that. And I'm thinking, man, you didn't want to get, <laughs> you know, you don't want to like any rate, we don't want to <laughs> be the one talent dude, right? We don't want to be that guy. We want to be the five talent guy or the get, let's get busy. And so, you know, as we're, as we're heading into this filing week, yes, as we're heading yes. into really what is probably going to be an, a phenomenal, not just a red wave, but a red tsunami earthquake and volcano. Um, you don't want to miss out, you know, let's, you know, even if you can't campaign, you might want to cover a race just because, you know, a rising tide, as they say. Yes, lifts all boats, right? Yes, and so it could be your boat. So to our listeners out there and to Doug, it's funny. I just taught, and, you know, I do real estate, but I actually switched it up this week. and did a little personal growth from John Maxwell. John Maxwell is a famous Christian leadership teacher on personal growth. And the laws we covered was the law of pain and the law of the rubber band. Literally, this is what I was talking about, the idea that, it's if we don't do something, take action, 
we're always dying. We're not growing unless we're taking action. And what a great time right here. What you're talking about is now's the time to take action. That's how we grow. It's how we get to where we're supposed to be, not being complacent or in mediocrity. We have an opportunity with the rising tide to make a difference in this nation for our kids and grandkids. But really, it comes back to taking action. If we don't take action, we're responding or we're resisting or whatever it may be. That means we're not moving. We're getting stagnant. And no one wants to be stagnant, especially when we have this high inflation, all the stuff we're dealing with, Doug. Really, I love that the, what you're talking about is it's time to take action, time to get engaged, time to move, if you will. Yeah, and and just recognize that this is a limited time opportunity. Life, <laughs> brother, yes. is yes. a limited time opportunity. And I know you're you not, don't want to yeah. put off the good stuff. Like, you know, yes. you and I have kids, right? Mm-hmm. And I was talking to our uh, one of our friends yesterday, and I said, you know, we never had a lot of money. We never had a lot of resources, but we always found a way to take the kids to Disneyland. We always found a way to take, you know, go camping or go. I took my, mm-hmm. I've taken my wife virtually out of town every year on our anniversary, except maybe one year. And, and I'm, I'm just like, you know, you just, you figure it out and you mm-hmm. make it count. And so, you know, I had an excuse. I have always had lots of excuses. <laughs> Dude, this one year. <laughs> I got a free uh it was like a free pass to Disneyland or something. It was like this thing I won in this contest. Okay. And so and so and the kids were little. So this is, you know, probably 1990 or something like that, right? <laughs> and so we just camped all the way down to California and back, dude, with our and we didn't even have I didn't even have a pickup. I had a Chevy Celebrity, which is like a mid-sized car. And we just loaded all the, you know, got one of those luggage carriers yeah. and put on yeah. the trunk and just put all the camping gear and and the kids still talk about it because it was like the Beverly Hillbillies go to Disneyland, brother. <laughs> I love that. I actually years ago, me and some buddies before I was married, went to Maui for like our third time. Like we that's why our thing we did every year. And there was a family I met, it was a lady and her husband and like literally four or five kids. Um, and they were going to Maui as well. I'm like, oh, cool. It must be very expensive. And they said, no, just airfare. They saved up for the airfare and they camped the whole time. They bought their own food and they did that in Hawaii. I've never thought about going to Hawaii and camping, but think about perfect weather. Same thing, right? Yeah. And, and their kids loved it. They got to see all the oceans and do all the stuff everybody else was doing, but they caught the, kept their costs low by camping. I'm like, that's cool. You, you figure it out. You know, yeah. that's the thing is like, if your family's a priority, you figure it out. If your government is a priority, you figure it out. If your community yeah. is a priority, brother, you figure yes. it out. Yes. Right? So that, that Bible say says, this. the Bible yeah. says, I told my wife this the other day. I said, you know, the Bible says what's lacking cannot be counted. In other words, don't look at what you don't got. Look at what you got. What did God Mm. say to Moses? What do you have in your hand? All he had in his hand was a staff. Hey, he parted the Red Sea with that baby. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So two things. One, on the Bible prophecy, the class I taught with John Maxwell, one of his quotes was, it's God's gift to us to give us potential. It's our gift to God to develop the potential. Ah, Isn't that good though, right? I'm like, so that's good. super good. And of course, I know you're not a country music fan. 
No. But one of my favorite current songs now that's popular on country music goes on the whole thing. The lines go, you can always give her the ring until you can't. You can always spend time with your family until you can't. Basically, do it now. Now is the time because tomorrow's not promised. It's just such a good reminder um, that we are in the moment. We're alive today. That's what we're promised. The present, right, from God. So it's really I like, about. I, I honestly yeah. like everything about country music except the twang, brother. Mm, the twang mm. makes me crazy. If it's real twang, it's good. But, you know, when some dude from Australia does it, uh, it makes me crazy, brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> I swear, I mean, uh, people may laugh at me, but much of today's popular country reminds me of 1980s rock. Yeah, it's I yesterday's mean, yeah. rock and roll. No, I yeah. totally get that. <laughs> and and um, you know, and it, I I'm a little bit older than you, not a lot, but a little bit. And the 70s rock was very country. It was, it was ZZ Top. It was Leonard Skinner. It was uh, the Eagles. I mean, that stuff's pretty country. Yeah for yeah, uh, uh you know for for what was popular and uh and so i admit i liked country rock and the modern country uh you know you and i went to that concert uh last december mm -hmm. when we were down at turning point and um totally appreciated the musicianship the guitar players were smoking the drummer amazing yep it's just the twang dude it's i'm going down <laughs> to the the lake and we're gonna drink some beer and i was like yes dude do you really talk like that or is it just you know it's for the show right it's yep. for the show yeah yeah, and so, exactly. uh, so it, you know, it's personal preference. If mm -hmm. I if I didn't have any music, I listen to country music and love it. But I have choices. So, brother, I listen to Jesus Culture and I listen Amen. to Sean Foyt. I, I really like worship, and I like oldies. And I think there's something amazing that's happening in worship right now. It feels to me as if there's a a worship transition coming. And mm -hmm. I think it's needed. I think we're going to have revival. I think God is big, and we have big. You know, we're going to obviously get into the news here in a minute, but. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a big God and he's, he's got big power and big ability. If, if, if all authority is given to Jesus on heaven in heaven and on earth, I think he's got this brother. I think he can <laughs> handle it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he just does as well. Just saying it. Yeah. Just say it brother. <laughs> Bless your heart. <laughs> so what do you think about the fact brother that, the shelves are empty of baby formula, but we have stock full shelves down at the border to give to babies and mamas that come across our border illegally, brother. You add on to that. Now, I'll say that. I'll answer the question. Uh, in addition to that, those that come across the border are immediately qualified for food stamps, welfare, housing, um, me medical here and so forth. And those that came over legally and those that are struggling in this economy, that much of it's manufactured by the bad policy decisions at the state and the federal level through the leftist policies are on a five month waiting list. So you think about this to, to Doug's point, all this money being spent um, for those that don't have a right to be here and who's putting input behind the people here, the people that are struggling because of the economy, because of whatever may be, could be bad decisions for that matter as well. But the bottom line is we have a shortage on some basic needs for our children. It, it, we don't even have to take a deep breath. At the same time, we have this open border. The Basically, you get it because you're now you're crossing the border illegally. Therefore, we're going to have humanitarian aid. 
And oh, by the way, we're going to send billions, $40 billion to Ukraine. Which makes uh, it which, almost $60 billion. Yeah, a total of 60 when you th- add everything up that we sent over there, according to Rand Paul, which is just insane. And I love his speech where he compared that to other things. It's, it's more than like entire like cabinet's budgets. It's more than um, Russia's entire military budget. You know, or it is, it's crazy how much money that is. And yet we're borrowing that money from China, making the inflation problem even worse, not dealing with the shortages and the shipping challenges and so forth that are already bad, being honestly uh, created worse by this administration and the cabinet, Pete Buttigieg, and China, who's, who's implemented some crazy policies where thousands of ships can't dock in China even, like we had it off of LA and so forth earlier in the US. Much of this is manufactured. So to your point, what do I think about this? This, among every other thing, seems to be part of an orchestrated plan to make us weaker and to make us more open to a tyrannical government. And like Doug said earlier, now's the time to take action. They're not going to stop. When they tell you they're going to do something, they give you lip service and blame everybody else, but keep on going down the road. When Biden the other day a canceled tree the sale, is yeah. known by its fruit, brother. Exactly right. And so they continue to do things that we don't believe they'll do, but they do. They will not stop until we stop them. The only way to stop them now, be, besides open revolution, which we're not going to, we're not advocating for, is at the ballot box. We've got to bring these elections back. That means every eligible citizen of the U.S. that is eligible to vote must get registered, must turn out to vote, must support candidates to vote, and we need to take back our governments. And, and we'll so talk you- about 2,000 meals later. But did you yeah. hear about the World Health Organization, the WHO issue too. So in addition to wide open southern border with all the benefits you want if you just walk across, mm-hmm. we are literally on the cusp of giving the the WHO the power over our healthcare system and the power to declare a health emergency in America by a foreign power, by the United Nations, giving up our sovereignty. This, again, treason. This is treason. And you know what, Marty? This is what we said. Look, you and I were saying this two years ago. Mm -hmm. They figured out something that's going to work. They figured out if you Mm -hmm. create a health crisis, people will comply and they'll give up their rights and they'll hide and they'll be scared. And they're trying to dominate us with fear. Again, Mm -hmm. and I'm telling you, Marty, this time it's not going to work. Americans, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. We're Mm -hmm. not going to get fooled a second time into giving up our rights. We're not going to give up our kids to you and your sacrifices. I mean, brother, there's so much going on right now. It's coming to an absolute crescendo, isn't it? It is. It is. I will say this. Chris Ann Hall just did a special on what you just talked about. There's a lot of um, social media being said about this, about the WHO, about losing our sovereignty. There's two things. She said, absolutely, Biden does not have the authority. The administration does not have the authority to get rid of our sovereignty. That is, but at the same time, 
They didn't have the authority to sign a deal with uh, Iran or do a bunch of other things. They are working outside of their constitutional authority constantly. And it's only because we allow them to that they're doing it. So as what Doug's saying, our compliance is consent. And so silence, this is something that my mom used to say, silence means consent. Mm -hmm. And so we shall not be silent. Mm. They do not have the authority to do the things they've done or the things they want to do, but it's up to us because the power is vested in the people. We're the ones supposed to hold them accountable. We're the ones supposed to replace them through the ballot box as well. So as Doug said, our consent is there uh, is our compliance. Our compliance is our consent. So we don't want a consent of the governed. We are the governed. We want to say no. And oh, by the way, you're fired, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you're fired. That's a, that was the thing I missed about uh, when Trump went off The Apprentice was watching the you're fired uh, moment. You see, Trump fired the who. Right. And Biden yes. hired him because Biden is a poor and pick of uh, he's a poor uh, HR department. You know, it doesn't yes. select employees very well. His new press secretary is a left wing extremist. Uh, he's got, uh, you know, this uh, misinformation, disinformation governance board. Mm-hmm. There should be a there should be an absolute outcry, outrage in America. And, um, there's, there's, there's something's coming. Yes. Brother, something's coming. And I, I think it's because that America has to, to a large degree, the Christians that I know, brother Mm -hmm. have humbled themselves. They have turned from their wicked ways. They are imploring God, seeking God. I believe God's going to bring something this year, brother, 2022. This is the year of the favor of the Lord. Isaiah 60, arise, shine for your light has come. That there's deep darkness on the people. They're promoting what what you described earlier is promoting lawlessness. In other Mm -hmm. words, if you'll come in illegally, we'll give you every benefit. If you come in legally, well, we don't like you. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're not a pervert, we don't want you teaching the children. But if you're a pervert, we want you to teach children. Right. If you're a, if you so. But the Lord, you know, and I was thinking, well, then why should I you know, why should I drive 55? Right. Should I you know, whatever. And mm-hmm. the Lord says, you don't you can't beat lawlessness with more lawlessness. That's right. That's slow right. your slow your butt down, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> OK, what you Lord. said though earlier about you know them by their fruits. This is this is interesting for all of our listeners are, that are out there um, thinking about this. We get distracted from the TV, uh, Johnny Depp on TV, or look over here, or look over there. This is all intentional. Slide of hand, you, brother. But if you see, um, not what they say, but what they do. This administration, the first thing they did was cancel all of the oil leases, um, cancel the Keystone Pipeline, the Dakota Pipeline. The gas prices go up. They blame it on Putin. They blame it on the 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 war, the oil, Ukraine, company. the oil companies, the big, big, whatever it may be, uh, point the blame. But what do they do? They keep on canceling the sale of oil. Their goal is to shut down oil, regardless of Did how you it, know, uh, brother, I, there is a website. I just heard about this on the news yesterday. There's a website that tracks the investments that senators and congressmen make, brother. Did you know that? I did not know that. I want to find out what that either. is. Yes. Guess what they're investing in? 
Oil. Ener- energy. Yeah, energy. They're yeah. Investing in energy and not not green energy, traditional energy. energy yep. Because they see what's happening to they see what they're what they're doing, what their policy is doing is increasing mm-hmm. energy profits, right? So right. if you want to make money, go buy energy stocks right now because they're screwing with it, right? Exactly right. They're creating when- creating a financial energy crisis that causes right. us to pay more. But, you know, people are, people are seeing that people feel that, you know, when, when you used to, it used to cost, you know, 30, 40 bucks to fill up the car. Now it costs 80 bucks. Mm-hmm. You can't say that's not inflation. That's like mm-hmm. double the price, right? You're really up. And that matters to people. When and we're told when, by, yeah, exactly. When we're told by Biden and those that, that inflation is good for a while, it's transitory. And even now recently they're trying this whole idea that it's actually good for us, that we're inflation. No, it's not good for us. Our buying power is decreased. Those the most vulnerable are hurt the worst. And then you go, well, they wouldn't, they're just incompetent or they don't mean to. No, watch what they do. The actions they take when things get bad is to make it worse. They're not making it better. They're not taking their foot off the gas pedal. They're not opening up oil supplies. They're not pumping it more. They're not adding more oil to the, to the world market. That's when we talk about baby food shortage at the beginning of the show, that has its roots in our supply chain, which has been compromised through this administration as well. They want to have this as a headline. Yes, it's affecting people. But why is it there, right? Because bottom line is we have China uh, really making tons of money through these policies because we have a weak president, a, a weak president or a complicit president at this point in time in his administration. Or a collaborative president. Yeah. Exactly right. And so- and that identifies, and so where we have a Supreme Court nominee we talked about a few weeks ago that based on her skin color, we now have a and, press and secretary. Know, can't define what a woman is. Yeah, can't define what a woman is, right? Uh, now we have this um, replacement for Jen Psaki, who's probably tired of, of giving lies, who knows? Uh, like Doug said, radical leftist, because the actions they're taking doesn't say repentance, doesn't say turning, doesn't say a care for the people. What they're doing is going full steam ahead um, to what their their ultimate goal is, um, which they're built, is they're, built, they're building a very tall gallows, brother, big one. Exactly right. So we, as Doug said, have to be positive and understand. But it's a battle. It's it's an all encompassing battle that they're not going to stop until we take their power away from them. It really is that way. Uh, it's not like they'll only go this far and then stop. They're going to keep on going, which is what they're proving that they're doing right now. Uh, and that, and to Doug said, treason, when you're an enemy of the state, when you have the, do not have the best interest of the people you serve in mind, you have your own interest in mind, and the interest of foreign nations over the interest of your nation, that is treason. That's literally the definition of treason, where we are hurt by their actions, and they've got to be dealt with. What do you think, Doug? Yeah, I, I mean, there's mountains of evidence. Speaking of mountains of evidence, brother, did you see 2,000 yes. Mules? I have not seen it yet. I can't wait it, to see it, it. I think you can stream it for free now on Rumble, but uh, I went and saw that with our good friend uh, Mike DeLorenzo on mm-hmm. Monday. And, um, yeah, the evidence is overwhelming, uh, particularly in Georgia, uh, Wisconsin, some other places where they have cameras on these uh, drop boxes, these ballot drop boxes. We have those here in King County and um, we don't have cameras. Yes. Drop boxes. But we have the same problem, right? We have yes. people stuffing ballot boxes 
And uh, so overwhelming evidence. And, um, you know, the, the, I guess the consensus that I'm hearing is that we need to go arrest these people, right? Mm-hmm. That the, the phone data is, um, you know, that we have this phone unique identifier, <clears throat> excuse me, that is, uh, so we know it was this person that did this trip around to all these different drop boxes, right? But we don't, you have to have a law uh, order to de-anonymize it. So you can say that that is Joe Smith or whatever, right? Right, right. So, um, but there's ample evidence. One of the other things that they they showed was they used the same evidence to help solve a cold, what, uh, what the law enforcement uh, was considering a cold case, a murder of a, a, of a young child, uh, you know, by a gang shooting mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And they were able to use the same data and two arrests were made. And th- so they're saying, oh, look, this data that we have given to law enforcement, they could make arrests. This is what we've got to start to do. We've so got credible see- information that Correct. would track these guys that killed this child. They could get a lot. They could get yep. a, a court yep. order, get de-anonymized. Yep and figure out who it was, they could make arrests. And then you can start to, you know, make deals, give Mm -hmm. us turn states evidence, whatever. Right. And you start to make deals and you start to get to the top of the food chain, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's a, uh, but the problem of course, is that um, we, this is not, and, and this was plainly clear from the movie. So I highly recommend to all of our listeners and to you, brother, watch Mm -hmm. 2000 meals. Okay. It, it's uh, it's you know relatively short, hour and forty minutes, something like that, and um, but it's this is both parties, brother. It's not mm. just the Democrats. Now, they admit that it's predominantly Democrats, One-sided. but they actually right. have had Republicans been had elections overturned for Republicans with this type of data as well, and so, but it's kind of the uniparty. And then, you know, that's what we're seeing with McCarthy, mm-hmm. right? And all these guys are mm-hmm. like, they're all one party. The, you know, what what's uh, one of our um, friends called the Green Party, and he wasn't talking about, you know, the environment. Right. Talking right. about money. It's the mm-hmm. money party. They just, it's, you know, you're talking about a four point whatever, seven trillion dollar federal budget. There's tons of money for everybody that wants to get corrupt, right? It's mm-hmm. just. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, trillions of dollars, brother. And a trillion dollars is like a billion billion, right? It's a lot. It's so, a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> and then you add on top of that, you have the entire congressional um, body, the House members and Senate members beating the market. So you're back to your point before investing in oil, right? Investing in energy. Well, they are insider trading on top of all that money. So there is plenty of opportunity for corruption to happen. Not everybody's corrupt, but the point is, your point is, we got to shine a light on that um, because that is an incentive uh, for those to do things that, that we don't want them to do. So, um, got to clear it up. Definitely see 2000 Mules. I know Dinesh D'Souza um, will probably break his own record as far as an independent film like that, as far as making money. Um, but what do we do with it? What do we do with Durham, who is still doing indictments? What do we do with these things where when we talk about Ghislaine Maxwell or Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, Ghislaine, I should say, um, where Whatever. she's been prosecuted. <laughs> but what about the, the people that work with Jeffrey Epstein? Not one single pedophile has been arrested or indicted or put in prison out of that. So why don't we hear about that? Well, 
The reason being because they don't want us to know about this. And so to Doug's point, once it starts to unravel, it it's all unravel. unravel. Exactly right. The avalanche, the tsunami, if we're all invested, taking action day by day to make a difference, the truth will be exposed. It will unravel. People will be held accountable and we will turn this nation back around the way it's supposed to be. So we've, I'm, we've been I'm, in yeah. a, we, you know, we've been in this situation now and in the situation that we were in was this incredibly restrictive totalitarian lockdown. Mm -hmm. And, and then you have this January 6th thing that's now a year and a half old and you still have people in jail, not charged, right? Mm -hmm. Because of the Patriot Act. And so you see, you have these, you have this, this snowball of, you know, oh, we got this emergency. The trade towers are destroyed. Mm -hmm. Okay, big emergency, bad, you know, but it's time for DSHS to, to go home, to yes. be gone. Yep. It needs, and defunding DSHS is probably a really good idea. So, uh, yes, you're going to go to DHS, you, Department of Homeland Security. Yes, DHS. So, with, let's say that you're Doug Bassler or Marty McClendon. Let's say you're, you're John Smith. Um, Doug and I have probably been to, I would say, over the last 10 years, I don't know, a thousand rallies. I mean, I mean, I may be exaggerating a little bit, but maybe not. In, hundreds, in Washington anyway. State, hundreds at least, um, you know, maybe 500 or so. The point is, been to a lot of rallies. We've been to D.C., We've been to CPAC. We've been to different events where we're politically active. We're supporting candidates. We're doing radio show. We could have easily went to D.C. to support Donald Trump on the day of inauguration on January 6th. We could have. We just were busy at that point in time. Any normal uh, conservative person could have went and said, yep, I want to go. There's something fishy about this election. I want to go support him peacefully there. And then Lo and behold, if you showed up, you're investigated, you're followed, and many of them were arrested and are still held without bail in D.C. for a year and a half. I'm putting this on a fine point in this. It could have been anybody. These aren't like terrorist type people. These aren't people that were there for ill intent. Many of them just went there to support the president, you know, had a patriotic fever, had the opportunity, you know, and so ends up being a wrong place, wrong time, if you will. And they're paying a tremendous price for it that is unconstitutional. So we've got to address this. And, and honestly, if you're talking about reparations, there's where we start, right? They were unlawfully held for a year and a half. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, it, it, this is outrageous. And all of us need to do our part to stick together and to stand against it. But, you know, Give me liberty or give me death. That's what Patrick Henry said, right? All those years mm -hmm. ago, mm -hmm. as he was trying to get Virginia to join in with the separatist movement, if you will, from, from mm -hmm. England. And this, this idea that, you know, we could probably take Patrick Henry's speech and talk about the injustices and the outrages, right? Was they burn mm -hmm. your target to the ground and your Wendy's and they shoot people so they can steal a TV and they break, you know, the over the shoplifting, the homelessness, all this stuff. And yet people that go to the people's house and have their voice be heard are called the greatest threat to America, which is their political enemy, right? Mm -hmm. So they've, their political opponent is now targeted and, and, um, the full power and weight of gun wielding 
federal government officials comes against a political group, a political mm -hmm. party. Now they're saying things like the biggest threat to America is the ultra mega. Like there's an ultra mega, right? There's some, you know, there's a certain mega that's like, they're just ready to explode, but we ignore BLM. Mm -hmm. We ignore Antifa. We ignore the crime in our streets. And they're saying that's a threat. See, people aren't stupid. They're getting it. You're threatening yes. us. You are threatening us. This isn't like we're not buying it, but we get it. You're mm -hmm. threatening us. And when push comes to, to shove, that's when you have war, brother. The kind yep. of war that we don't want to have in America. So we better figure it out. We better figure out how to push back peacefully, righteously, and we better do it pretty soon because this is it. I heard the Lord say it back in 2020 people are, it's a dress rehearsal it, this is no this is not a drill this mm -hmm. is not a drill red alert people this is the takedown our southern border i don't know why we don't have a hundred mile traffic jam of pickups and rednecks going down there to guard the southern border right now yep. you know they, they make a big deal out of uh who was that guy that um uh, the guy that was the, uh, the migrant worker guy down in, uh, California, any rate, he would guard the border. Mm -hmm. Did you know that? I did they, not know that. No. Yes. They were down there and he was the guy, he was a Mexican immigrant that was working with the farm workers. And he's the guy that, that came up with the term wetback. He was calling the, cause they're coming across the Rio, right. Mm -hmm. And their backs are wet. Right. right. And so, um, you know, this isn't good for the Hispanic community. This isn't good for the black community. This isn't good for the Asian community or any other community, right? This isn't good for America. We need to seal the border, build the wall, finish this thing. And we need to take charge of this. Um, that's the federal government's responsibility. They're not doing their job and they're promoting lawlessness. They're promoting yep. Yep. sin and lawlessness. And yep. we as Christians had better read our Bible than put it down and do something, <laughs> you know? So you said something there. I just want to circle back for just for a second, not to use Jen Saki's words, because she's now working for MSNBC or whatever, CNN, whatever. Um, but right there, when we talked about inflation earlier, when you spend money, um, basically you borrow money and you pour it into the economy, whether it be through the paycheck protection, whether it be through the stimulus packages, whether it be through this uh, giving money to other countries like um, Ukraine, you weaken the value. So you have more dollars in circulation that buy less, right? So it takes much more to buy what you normally would buy. The same thing when you have a, a limited amount of resources, food, um, power, water, um, utilities, housing, whatever. When you flood the country with millions of illegal aliens to come to the country that uh, immediately on our systems, they overwhelm the system. There's more people taking what's the limited supply, which means it makes it even more scarce, which makes it doubling more expensive and more hardship. This is not an a anti-immigration uh, Thing. It's the reason we control immigration and we're very, very, very generous at a million a year legally on top of the other types of immigration. Um, but the fact is, is when we don't have a closed border, a protected border, 
Uh, we flood the nation with extra bodies to feed and to house and to uh, to um, use. And so it's the same thing as pouring extra money in, you pour extra people in, you have limited supplies, limited resources, which means scarcity drives the price of everything through the roof, which harms the most vulnerable. So this is actually un- it's, it's actually mean to allow this to happen. It's actually harmful to everyday Americans. So it's not compassionate. This is this is actually just the opposite of that. So I wanna make sure we're clear on that. What they're doing uh, is the farthest thing from compassion to those that are crossing illegally, because they're being sex trafficked, they're being um, basically robbed and, and coyoted and dangerous. And the people, American citizens here who pay taxes, who live here, who live law-abiding lives are being harmed because of it as well. So, yep. It's, it's not good for anyone except those in power as they pit one of us against the other, right? Mm-hmm. One against the other. The, they know that it's true. A house divided against itself will fall, right? That's what Jesus mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. Abraham Lincoln said it too. He quote, quoting Jesus, a house divided against itself cannot stand. And so that's what he was saying is you can't be half free, half slave, right? It's going to be mm-hmm. all one or all the other. And we, we can't be half free and half slave either. Right. That's, mm-hmm. that's what we're, that's what we're dealing with right now. Are we going to be free men and women, or are we going to be slaves? The government works for us. They govern by the consent mm-hmm. of the government. And we've got to stop consenting to this because silence means consent. Mm-hmm. And we've got to not be well, I knew you were a hard man and you reap where you haven't sowed and we make an excuse and we hide our talent in the ground instead of using the liberty that was purchased for us by the precious blood of the lamb, Marty. Amen. Yeah. To give us liberty. It's for liberty that Christ died. It's for freedom. Freedom came into the world because of Christians. Why are they attacking Christians? Why are they... You know, this whole thing with Roe v. Wade being overturned, Mm -hmm. what have they done? They're violating federal law. Intimidating conservative Supreme Court justices is against Mm -hmm. the law, yet they're not being arrested. They're not being prosecuted. They're being encouraged. More lawlessness, right? Mm -hmm. They're they're disrupting and and, and churches, church services now, primarily Catholic right? Because they know Catholics mm-hmm. are kind of weak that way, but they're coming for your little evangelical church next. Mm-hmm. They're coming for you too. And you know, what was that, that poem, right? They came for the Jews, but I wasn't Jewish and say anything. They came for the whatever. And I didn't do it. When yep. they came for me, there yep. was no one to stand up for me. And yep. so we need to start standing up and we need to, st- we need to insist I'll tell you what, these prosecutor <laughs> things, we better start electing those. I'm thankful yes, for Ann yeah. Davis Sattler in Seattle. Yep. She's starting to prosecute this stuff. She's starting to um, take back some of the ground. I have to give her hands up. I actually was an opponent of hers at one point in time, but I'm actually glad she got elected there. She's making a huge difference as she starts fighting. You said something here, though. This, this is important. Though. Did you see the story out of the Bremerton City Council? I did. This is absolutely astounding. 
when people think this not spiritual warfare, they, first of all, they want to not do the invocation and they don't want to do the pledge. pledge. No pledge. No pledge allegiance. And there are people on the council that are openly uh, worship the devil, right? So they're they like this, they're Satanists in around the world. That's fine. They can get elected. But the point is they're pushing against our faith. And so every arena, unless we push back, you know, it's anti-God, get rid of God, get rid of your family values, get rid of the, the Black Lives Matter. Wouldn't this, wouldn't this founding be fun? principles, right? You, you, go, huh? you, go to the, you go to the Bremerton City Council meeting and you say, they go, okay, um, Mr. McClendon, you have two minutes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you. I want to start by saying, I bind you, devil, in the yes. name of Jesus. I <laughs> command you to come out to loose your whole. I mean, just go to, just go cast out devils. Yeah. Now, we've we've literally got to start doing that. We've got mm-hmm. to stop being ashamed, afraid, or whatever. Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, I will be ashamed of you when I come with my holy angels. There is a judgment, brother. It's mm-hmm. coming. And, you know, that's people like, why are you like that? It's because like, I don't answer to you. That's I answer right. to him. <laughs> I got to I gotta stand before Jesus. Amen. That's why we Amen. do this show, right? That's why yes. we do what we do. That's what we, we are accountable. And guess what we're supposed to do, listeners? We're supposed to motivate you to do mm-hmm. your thing. All Marty and I can do is what Marty and I, we guess how many votes we get in the next election. One each, right? That's right. So That's we right. can't all. So if, if you're listening to this program, this isn't about somebody else. This is about you. We're talking to you. What are you going to do? How are you going to fight? How are you going to do your part? This is about your family. This is about your neighborhood. This is about your kids, your grandkids, your your parents. They're coming. This is it. This is it. I I honestly believe now, especially I'm going to jump back to this 2000 meals. I think if we don't win this election, if we don't take it now, that they're going to keep continue this point to the point where we'll never win again. And so mm-hmm. we have to have this. We have to win. Now, the exciting thing, brother, mm-hmm. is I believe I've heard from the Lord and he's going to save Washington State, brother. I believe oh. that he wants Seattle. He wants Washington. And Washington's going to be like this rebel state over here on the left coast that that California and Oregon might, might still stay blue, but Washington will be red. It'll be washed in the blood of Jesus. It will have revival. Amen. It's going to be what it was always intended to be and what it has been. And that is a harbinger of what's coming to the rest of the country. Right. We said they were first with abortion. Washington was first with legalizing weed and all this stuff. Right. Yep. How about if we're first with revival? That would be great. And Washington has their roots, the national day uh, prayer, the presidential prayer breakfast, all that started in Washington. Many of the great movements happened there as well. I was praying about this. We've talked about it before in 2014, brother, before running for Congress the first time. Um, I was praying about this, and it was really important. There was this idea um, that, you know, there was the local grassroots praying, churches giving together, praying about the local issues, getting engaged, calling down heaven. Then there was those that are called by God in elected civil government to call the church forward, to re-engage, to honor God from a government perspective, literally saying, Lord, uh, we're going to repent. We're going to ask you to come here. And th- then it goes down to, I was asking, what about Washington? What about Washington? And it was what we sow into the ground. 
for many, many years, what's been sown legislatively, politically, socially has been on this evil. So we got this bearing of this fruit of evil. But the, the righteousness, like you said, the prayer, the people that have been, there, there have been literally hundreds of people that I could name literally that, have, that moved to Washington because they felt led by God to move to Washington. And they've been praying. They've been um, contending for Washington. That's all going into ground. The ground is rich in Washington. And we know there's a bridge, there's a connection between Washington State and Washington, D.C., a spiritual one, a physical one, a political one. And we know that when, as a sign would be, when the ground harvest brings forth righteousness in Washington, I believe it's going to affect the whole nation, brother. So I, I'm with you. I'm encouraged by what you're saying. Also reminded I moved of here God be- is good. Yeah. I moved here because God told me to move here. I, I moved here because I was told if I would go to the Seattle area, I would get a harvest. Mm-hmm. And I'm not leaving here without it, brother. I'm not going to go somewhere else. I'm going to stay where the Lord put me. And I think there's a lot mm-hmm. of people that are making decisions to move that are doing the right thing for their families and things like that. I believe that each one of us should be where we're supposed to be. And that's, that's encouraging to me because I, you know, and I'm, you know, I am willing to die for Jesus brother. I'm willing to do what he called me to do. I'm I would rather fight and die for our freedom than not have freedom. You know, what do they call it? I rather live on, uh, you know, die on my feet than live on my knees. Right. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we, when we start to get that, when we start to get that uh, inside of us, man, what could stop us? Right. So the, the mm-hmm. point is, is like, Hey, yeah, not everybody's called here, but everybody's called somewhere. So where mm-hmm. are you supposed to be and what are you supposed to be doing? And it's not just geographically, it's in mm-hmm. the purpose of how you were made, how your gifts are. I've been really been living the last uh, few days in First Corinthians 12, looking at those spiritual gifts, like in depth. You know, there's one in there that's called the working of miracles. It literally says ergon, which we get our word energy from, mm-hmm. and then dynamis, which is where we get our word dynamite. But if you want the dynamite, you got to work for it. You got to put mm-hmm. some energy into it. Think about Elijah. What did he do? He went over to the seashore. He bowed down seven times. He worked at it. And then the rain came. He didn't just like, oh, God, if you're if it's your will, you know, let it rain. <laughs> right. I mean, he went and he went and he worked for the miracle. Yes. Brother. Yes. And Elisha, when he got Elijah's mantle, how did he part the Jordan at the fl- He hit that thing with that mantle and he said where is the lord god of elijah boom he did the work to get it and so this idea of spiritual gifts and paul says what did he say he says earnestly desired or coveted or go after the stuff Mm -hmm. word of knowledge word of wisdom this gift of faith you know, you could say, God, I need a gift of faith right now. Show me how to do this. I believe that God wants to direct each of us, brother, personally. Mm-hmm. That See, that's the difference between that's what made America great. That's what made America was before it was all about the corporate, right? The church, mm-hmm. the Catholic church or whatever. And the people started reading the Bible and they realized it's individual. God deals mm-hmm. with the individual, He deals with each of us as individuals. Now he fits us together. We work together, 
but the eye can't say to the foot, I don't need you. Right. right. How are you going to get around? Right. Or if the whole, if the whole body's an ear, how are you going to see anything? Right. So that's mm-hmm. this idea that, Oh, they got to be like me. No, our unity in diversity. See, that's a Bible thing. This, they, yes. they, 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 we think the left is making this stuff up. That's a, we in celebrate it. We celebrate the fact that we have prophets and apostles and evangelists and pastors and teachers, and not everybody prophesies and not everybody speaks in tongues and not everybody, you know, casts out devils and all that stuff. But everybody does something and we Mm -hmm. celebrate that, but don't do nothing. That's why I keep coming back to this 10 talent, five talent, one thing. We've got to lose the excuse and we better get busy because on judgment day, you don't want to say bind that unprofitable servant and cast him into outer darkness. You don't want to hear that. You want to hear the other one. Well done. Good and faithful servant. Enter into the inheritance prepared for you. That's what you want to hear, right? That's like, 100%. that, should, that yeah. should motivate you, right? That should motivate you, brother. I love the talent stories because when you think about what they did, they took the money the talents, whatever was given to them, and they went out and doubled it. The idea that they're doubling, right? Multiplying. You put the, put it to work, themselves to work, and put the talent to work to produce more talent, more blessing. And then when they did so, the, the master, the Lord said, great, now I can trust you and I'll give you more, right? The authority and power and, and whatever, because he can trust you with what he's given you. I think that's huge. And so exactly right. What have you been given? Go out and multiply that by sharing it with others, by investing it in others, investing in what got your time, action, take action so that you have more to give so that you're trusted, a trustworthy, a good and faithful servant so that God can give you even greater uh, opportunities to serve and be a blessing. I just think it's fantastic. So we, do you know, Will Witt, He's the young guy that, that works for Prager University. He does a lot of podcasts with this Amala, great, uh, young, conservative mind. He's not, all, not a um, um, Ben Shapiro or, you know, Charlie Kirk yet, but he's really smart. But he had a thing the other day, brother. I, th- I thought about us. We, we've talked about Kamal Salim, about how the enemy come over. And as Christians, we, we tend to put our own intentions on them, our own values on them. And he was saying basically the same thing about the left right now. He goes, as conservatives, we we tend to say, oh, they're hypocrites. They say one thing and do another. He goes, of course they are. They don't live by the same set of values. You know, we shouldn't expect them to abide by or live by our values. We need to argue with them or come back at them versus calling them a name because they don't care because they actually are. Is actually said, this is hurting Speak the truth. It was very good about we need to do better as conservatives of not being shocked that the left does something they say they're going to do or not do something because they're not living and not under that same moral authority that we are. You know, that law-abiding citizen, the Constitution, God's will, we're guided by the Holy Spirit. Um, We're dealing with people that want just the opposite, that, that intentionally will lie to us. And so we have to be aware and, and kind of stop being that way. Like, oh, they're hypocrites. Well, yeah, because they don't live by those values. We've got to say that they're going to lie to us. We're going to, we're going to beat them in the fundamental argument by doing things differently. We're doing it in a way that are aligned with our values. Like you said, you can't, what was the word you use? You can't uh, 
outsend them or whatever with more sin or something like that. Yeah, um, you don't beat lawlessness with more lawlessness. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You don't fight fire with fire. You fight fire with water. Yes. Or chemicals or whatever, right? <laughs> um, exactly right. So the appropriate tool for the job. And by us being saying, oh, you're not being us, is it is not winning the war. Uh, you know, we got to say, expose what they're doing. That's the lie from the pits of hell. This is the right way. This is the truth. Let's walk in it, you know? <clears throat> I want to say one more thing too, brother. I know a lot of them. Always one more thing, but remember the, one more thing, this though. this latest thing that Biden's on now, where um, the name calling it it only works when we allow it to work. Remember we said the whole lockdowns with the COVID vaccines, they'll keep doing it because it works, right? In a, a healthcare scare, loss of power, um, calling us racist, calling us white supremacists, calling us whatever. It they keep doing it because it works until it doesn't work. The latest thing is ultra MAGA, right? Oh, you can't be ultra MAGA, which means what, right? What does MAGA mean? MAGA ultimately and says in its name is make America great again. Who wouldn't want America to be great again? Even the furthest left people would understand that America has seen better days. I heard right? I heard uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene yeah. actually yeah. say today that she is ultra MAGA. There That's you go, me. Right? I'm ultra mega. So we need we need to take it. Did you know yeah, the name? Did you know it. the name Christian was derogatory? Did you know the name Methodist was derogatory? Oh, you guys are a bunch yes. of and they went, oh, Methodist. Yeah, we are. You're right. Thank yeah. you. We'll use we'll take that. So we need to take now. I don't want to take racist and wear that. No, no. Because I'm not. But right. it's but I but ultra mega, I'm like, yeah, give me a hat. I like right. that. Ultra mega. That's I want me. the best for this nation. I want the best for my neighbors. I want the best. I want my neighbors to be free. I want my children and their children to be able to choose where to go to school, to be competitive in the world market, to uh, have a better future than we did. That should be every American's want and desire. So when, when they say these things like this, you're like, yeah, like Doug says, absolutely. I want America great again. What's up with that? Why don't you? Right. It's, stop, it's, it's stop being afraid. Yep. Stop being afraid. Let's 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 live for God. You know, I I was telling uh about the time this guy was just he was mocking God. He was harassing us. We were trying to do street church, and my uh, drummer and he finally realized he wasn't going to get a rise out of us, and so he said, you know, go f yourself. And my drummer was like, you go f yourself. And of course, they were both using the actual f word. And uh, he's like, what kind, of Christ- yeah. what kind of Christians are you? I looked at my guy. Well, we ain't the kind you're used to, buddy. But we ain't got to, you know, we're not going, we're not giving up. We're not backing down. We're not going away. We are here to stay. Jesus told us to occupy, to Mm -hmm. go into all the world and to be salt and light. You can't be salt if you're staying in the salt shaker and you can't be light if you put it under a bushel. Hide it under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine. And you don't let it shine by being quiet and being Mm -hmm. docile as they lead you onto the cattle car. It did not work out good for them. That did not end well. It won't end well for us. Fight now before the cattle cars come. Fight now before they start rounding us up and putting us in COVID camps or whatever they're Uh going to call them with the WHO etc it's not this is for real people these guys president biden and the left are playing for keeps Mm -hmm. they're playing for all the marbles 
They're playing for all the dollars. What did that one dude say? You'll have nothing and like it. And I say so because mm-hmm. I'm the boss of you. And we're going to say, how about if we have everything and you have nothing? And let's see how you like it because this is America and we hold these truths to be self-evident that governments are instituted to protect these rights and they derive their just powers from the consent Consent of the government. Of the government. I love it. Well, that's it for the the day, brother. We got to go. But I don't remember. We got to go, brother. Don't forget to remember (laughs) that you can go to Doug and Marty. Com. You can reach out to us. We do respond occasionally. Uh, no, we respond. And also you can <laughs> listen to past episodes. If I could ever get them uploaded to Marty, who could put them on there. But anyways, we, we love you. Have a great rest of your weekend because this is uh, this is why we're here. And we're going to go serve God and be, be happy. Right, brother? That's right. And this is Marty McClendon. And Doug Bassler. Doug and Marty versus the world. <laughs>